Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where technically it's still October, so we're gonna do another horror movie, even though this isn't gonna be released into November, and we don't care. We, we, we can't help it. It's it's not even Halloween yet for us. It's true. We're still feeling that spooky, ooky spirit. Mm-hmm. And gosh darn it, there's there, there are so many more mystical, supernatural, spooky things that we could tackle in this run. We, we've decided to, to keep unique. You know, yeah, yeah. We we started with with werewolves. Mm-hmm. We we hit vampires. Vampires went to ghosts. Yep. These tropes. These tropes all have features of the things that we both fear and desire mm-hmm. as as oh. human people. You know, yeah. if you think about it, you know, you get the werewolves. You know, mm-hmm. is is that that raw bestial nature? It's not necessarily that you're afraid of wolves themselves so much as like what happens if you give a person that kind of like connection to feral they're gonna eat you is basically they're gonna the, eat you yeah. they're gonna they're gonna eat you they're gonna rip you apart and they're gonna eat you and also they're gonna be sexy for some reason i don't and they're good yeah i mean like yeah if you're not a turned werewolf if you're a werewolf in human form you have an undesirable an un, un undesirable uh, uh unresistible sex appeal amber apparently so that seemed like a new invention i don't remember other werewolf movies. yeah that was not yeah i have that it's is a not new- a thing that's it's like, no. uh, well, they're not vampires, but we still want them to be sexy teens, so yes, animal so. magnetism? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then vampires. Vampires. I mean, vampires, as we all know, that's a, all vampires are sexy vampires. Apparently so. Apparently the walking corpse that wants to murder you is just also dead sexy. Mm-hmm. Yay. We didn't talk about this, Amber. We didn't we talk didn't. about why that came about. Because gothics because gothic uh-huh. writers and romanticism of mm-hmm. i mean there's there's the whole like eternal life eternal youth thing yeah and maybe there's something to like consuming your lover is yeah. that anything i yeah people seem to be into it i don't know why it's not really i not to yuck a yum but if some dude is like god you your food um, you are food. I want to have you sex are, with you. Yeah, I want to have sex with you. Delicious, delicious food. But, but then I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat you probably while we're having sex, and you'll die because you know I'm eating you. Yeah. I just, I feel like because you know werewolves are more on top of it. Like they will consume all of you, and so right. like, I feel and like it's, that it's, that it's gross. It's atavistic like, fear. It, yeah, it's just it, like chompy, animalistic, and yeah. It's not that different. I mean, they're drinking your blood, and you need all of that to live. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but apparently sexy and scary, but sexy scary. But yeah, very sexy scary. I mean, ghosts, that's obvious. We're afraid of death, but we're also afraid of intangible spirits that can harm us and we can't harm them. Something invisible that shows up in your house and can reach into your chest and crush your heart. That's scary. It is. What's terrifying? Getting chills just thinking about it. Yeah, but the nice thing about ghosts is that they can help you uh, scam people. Also that, yeah, they're a fantastic mm-hmm. tool. So we're also afraid of psychics who have ghosts at their beck and call. Right. What if yeah. he'd been a bad man? Ooh. Yeah, he was he was only he was only like on the cusp of keeping it a, together. He was a neutral man. What if he'd completely cracked and like he just he'd found a bunch of Johnny Bartlett's and just like sent out a horde of murder ghosts to kill people? Yeah. Would have been a very different movie, Ember. Would have been a very different movie. Megan. What terrifying realm of the supernatural are we investigating here today women oh fucking shit 
<laughs> it's so scary. Oh my god. Please tell not me they're only, not please tell me they're not empowered. They're and they're teenagers. Oh my god. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Megan. Uh-huh. Why would we give teenage women power? It's the worst thing you could do. That sounds like the end of the goddamn world. Yeah. Why are you describing the apocalypse to me, Megan? I want to be chilled, not terrified. Mm. Well, we watched The Craft, Amber, so it was uh, horrifying. Ooh, young women together. Mm-hmm. Outcast young women together. I mean, they're not yeah. even like the popular cool ones. They're the They're the weird ones with like yeah. scars and... Not a lot of trauma. money, yeah, and some trauma. Ew, ew, and mm-hmm. we're just gonna let them hang out together and try and find happiness through friendship, friendship and yeah. empowerment through religion, belief, and actual magic. Yeah. Oh That's God. What we're gonna do well. I'm sure this turns terribly evil because you know women, especially young high school age women, are are just horrifying people. Yeah, it does. Like three quarters of them uh go go bad of course uh and then one of them kind of holds it together is it through the love of a good man it is is it through the go no it's i I don't think it is not right no i just i have to assume it just seemed like it should have been right how does a young woman pull herself out of the nosedive of having so much power and the influence of friends who all also turn it like how could she possibly find the strength to be a good person in the face of that Without yeah. the love of a good man. Yeah. She does turn to her, her mother. Her, her uh, dead mom's uh, wh- wait, picture. I'm, I'm sorry. She, she's empowered by... I know. By, by another woman? Yeah. Weird, right? Huh. Well, oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where does her power come from? Her power comes from her mother because her mother was also a witch. She was a natural witch, but that mm. wasn't enough to fight off the other scary teen witches. Where does she get the power up? Oh, from Manon? From Manon? Mm-hmm. And how is Manon personified, gender-wise? Yeah, he's 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 personified as, as a man one. So it stands! Yay, it stands. Thank goodness she didn't do you. it on her own. Oh, my, I was so worried. Oh, boy, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, 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 good, good. I, I, I feel comfortable now moving past this. Megan. Yes, Ember. Are you ready to play our game? I am. The game that you have handily beaten, and so I am adding a new facet to it for a couple of oh, reasons. Shit. Okay. Because you've beaten it, we have to keep it fresh. Yeah. And two, Metacritic and IMDB are still cheating off of each other. Oh, come on. So, I will be the third. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> might be some, oh, my. Might be some kinks to work out. It might be a little too easy this time I around. I will try and make it delighted. harder to determine which one I have written in the future. I don't know how well I'm going to do, but Megan. Yes, Amber. Can you tell me? Oh, boy. Which which is which? We've got Metacritic and IMDb is the same one. Okay. We will then have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and then we'll have Amber summarizing the movie. Okay. Excellent. Are you ready? Oh, boy. I'm not, but let's do this. Okay. Four teen girls, outsiders in their parochial high school, discover their talent for witchcraft. But when the black magical power goes to their heads, a karmic battle between good and evil ensues with Nev Campbell. (laughs) Okay. Nev Campbell gets just her? Yep. Wow. 
I mean, you can kind of okay. see it because she's the whole Scream franchise thing, and this is being billed as kind of a horror movie. And so if you're looking it up, yeah. you're like, oh, Nev Campbell. Tell yeah. me more. Next one. A newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. I mean, I stumbled a couple of times on that one. I'm sorry, but I feel like yeah. you know, I'm still feeling it. All right. Okay. Last one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. With the help of a troubled newcomer, Sarah, four high school outsiders to cover the power and fun of witchcraft. Magical hijinks ensue, but by the third murder, Sarah starts thinking, maybe their teen girl fun has gotten out of control. Then her friends try to kill her. <laughs> I think that last one was you. <laughs> How can you tell? Because it made me laugh. <laughs> I feel like it was good. It was really good. The first half of it was fine. Yeah, uh-huh. And then the, the fact that you threw in like a, a, a name, an actor's name. Yeah, it uh, seemed like a nice that, touch. It's yeah, like, and then it, I, it was. And then I kind of got, I, I kind of decided to amuse myself instead of actually actively trying to make it hard. By like, by the it's, third murder. Hmm. She starts to wonder. <laughs> then they try to kill her. I mean, I, I like that the last sentence felt very Amazon Primey to me, like just like tacking yes. some shit on at the end. Yep. <laughs> Lord okay, of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Lord of the Rings. So, okay. Fa fair. Fair. The last one is me. Um, but yep. what are the other two, Megan? Okay. Uh, by the way, I really, I, I loved that. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I think the first one's Amazon and the second is Metacritic IMDb. That is exactly right. Yes. Oh, you're good. I mean, even though you won this game again, we're still going to keep doing it. Oh, no, I want this game forever. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know how I'm going to write summaries. It's so hard. I like I'm mocking other people's summaries, but then would I have to write one? Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, like, I think that your summary can, you know, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to fall in line with the others. That's so true. For trickery. Exactly. I mean, depending on what you're trying to do, but yeah. Would you like to do a summary? No. no. I think I'm done. I'm done doing summaries now. <laughs> no, no more summaries. No, I don't think so. It's fair. It's, we, don't, we don't have to. I so think you already did it. We did it three times, and the third one was perfect. So Exactly. Yeah. In every way. So we can, we can uh, just, just uh, give you our cast of characters. Okay. Yep. Uh, and set, set the scene a little bit more. Uh, we have mm -hmm. four talented young actors. Yes. You sure it's not three, Ember? Oh, my God. You know, I'm not sure it's not three, and we will fucking talk about that shit. Our main character, the newcomer to town, Sarah, is played mm -hmm. by Robin Tunney. Yes. Of the mentalist fame. Of the mentalist fame. And I can't, like, for the first half of this movie, I was pretty sure she was an FBI agent who came in to, like, uh you know, infiltrate the high school uh, uh, mm -hmm. witchery club. Weed out you the know? Satan worshippers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we then have Bonnie, mm -hmm. played by Nev Campbell. Yes. Of Scream fame. Mm-hmm. Nancy. Yeah. Played by Feruza Bulk. Yes. Our young Dorothy from Return to Oz. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't get that. You've now seen her in two horror movies. Wow. I did not get that. Mm-hmm. How she has grown. Yeah. It can't be helped, Megan. Maybe that's what she shouted it as she pushed Skeet helped. Ulrich out the window. <laughs> it can't be helped. It can't be helped. <laughs> uh, and then finally, 
I'm going to do it like everyone else does it when they were advertising oh. for this movie. Rochelle, mm-hmm. played by Rachel True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then random folks. Uh, Skeet Ulrich plays Chris, one of the love interests, and his friend Mitt, played by Breck and Meyer. Uh, you know, other other actors that you wouldn't necessarily have heard of, but those are our main characters. Yeah. And it yeah. is set in a Catholic high school in Los Angeles. Sarah, Robin Tunney's character, is just moved in from San Francisco and is uh, getting the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Encounters Skeet Ulrich early on. Encounters our, our group of three misfits. Yeah. Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle. And they form... A rapid and unlikely bond. They do. That leads to magic. Mm-hmm. And murder. And murder's most foul ember. And angst. Yeah, certainly angst for sure, too. Excellent. Excellent. Ember, what did the critics have to say about this movie? You know, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. 55 mm. for Metacritic, 82 for users. Okay. It's 57 for uh, critics and 65 for audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Fairly common consensus in the good and the bad reviews was that the, you know, the four cast members, like the four main women were really talented. Like a lot of people were like, oh, they did a great job. This was, they held it together. They had to do most of the work or good work. It was a lot of, a lot of cred for Robin Tunney, Feruza Balk, Rachel True, and Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah. And it's true. They were, they were all very good in this. But, yeah, they they felt like the story fell apart to a certain Mm -hmm. extent at the end. Some of them really liked the subtlety of the effects. Some of them were mad at the effects. Uh, They thought it should have been more of a black comedy with a satirical send-up of high school life, like Heather's Mm -hmm. is is word for word from a Philadelphia Inquirer blurb. But they weren't the only one to mention Heather's. Yes, yeah. Heather's definitely got brought up a bunch. Yeah. Have you seen Heather's? I have. That, that is one I have seen. I feel like I've seen Heather's too. Is that the one with Winona Ryder? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. And uh, Shannon Doherty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As the murderer. Slater. Yeah. See that? Exactly. This, hmm, my problem with comparing this to Heather's, actually, mm-hmm. I have several problems with comparing this to Heather's, but you have an antagonist and a protagonist, and one is a man, one is a woman. Mm-hmm. And they're actively against kind of mean high school girls. This one right. is a completely different concept. There oh, is yeah. a dude, but he's not an antagonist. It's, it no. is four women in high school dealing with their issues together, mm-hmm. plus witchcraft. Right. A boy is involved it, to a certain extent, but he's not a main player. He's not, no, not pushing even, no. the narrative. He He's... He's a prop more than anything else. Yeah, he's else. a plot point more than anything else, yeah. Absolutely. Which I is better to me. This isn't Heather's. This isn't a dark send-up, even of high school necessarily. It is it's more of a send-up of the age that they're that they're at and and kind of mm-hmm. dealing with issues of of stigmas and internalized mental illness and trauma. Like it it's I yeah. think it's actually kind of more interesting than what Heather's was doing. Also would probably Beckdale the shit out of Heathers to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. God, I would imagine so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk yeah. about it. But I, I think yeah. it almost feels like they missed the point. It's just like, oh, it's women in high school. So Heathers. They, so it Heathers, did a better job. Yeah. Right. Right. Heather. And it's it's dark. Like, it's it's not um, horror-y, just like Heather. I don't know. There is horror elements. But it's also like the beginning yeah, of the movie exactly is a little right. bit. Yeah. The beginning of the movie is a little bit. It's. There's an, a supernatural unsettling element to it. 
But whatever tension there is, isn't caused by kind of bleak nihilism and sociopathy. Yeah. It's it's caused by the very real emotional and psychological issues that the that women are going have. through. Yeah. And then it kind of spirals into, and what if we gave them magic powers? Right. So it's not bleak darkness. It's actually, there's a lot of joy in it. And there is a sense of empowerment in it that's based on potentially like unhealthy desires and, and meeting them in unhealthy ways. But I don't know. It, it, I don't yeah. know what I'm saying, Megan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the one review that I found kind of interesting was that um, Masquerades as a female empowerment film, despite prioritizing the toxicity that can be rampant in groups of friends, female, female or otherwise. Hmm. Yeah, I, I see what they're saying. I definitely do. I'm not sure that I agree with it. I, except that, like, I mean, the, the yeah, I mean, the toxicity is there. It is. And I think I agree with it at the end of the movie. Yeah. I think okay. the end of yeah. the movie drops the ball and mishandles the story. Shit, it, yeah. it, hands, it, yeah. it mishandles the characters, uh, especially one yeah. in particular. It, it the ex it kind of in order to tell a good versus evil story in in a narrative right. that was at the beginning significantly more complex and gray. They gave us levels to at least three of the four women, right? That kind of explained where they were coming from and and why they might take it to kind of a selfish, destructive, or toxic place, and then it escalates. But they have an option to kind of tell a more complete and more nuanced narrative at the end, and instead just go for black and white, good and evil. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. I think is is where the the reviewer is right. Yeah, but I yep. think the beginning, yeah. like I, I would say, like I, I, there was some joy in the beginning. It wasn't fully toxic. It was coming together in the midst of personal pain to find a sense of belonging and support. This movie does some good stuff. I feel like it does, and yeah, it does it some does. really cocked up stuff too. And then also, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about it, critics. Let's talk about it. I feel like you missed the point again. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, yeah, for the most part. I saw, yeah, some of them were, were good. Like, I feel like this one is actually reasonable. It's the New York Times review. It's scored at 70 by Stephen Holden. A surprisingly skittish fable of adolescent powerlessness, grandiosity, and the nursing of psychic wounds. As the witchcraft escalates, the movie exchanges its psychological acuity for garish special effects that hammer home a ponderous warning to once and future witches, be good or else. That, I think, is perfect. Yeah, I think that's right on. As like it, it is telling an interesting tale about powerlessness, grandiosity, and nursing psychic wounds. And mm -hmm. as it escalates, it then gets way too simplistic. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where it falls down. Yeah. It's got the complex complexity to begin with and then doesn't know how to end it. Exactly. Going black and white. And yeah. also it has no idea how to deal with black characters. Oh, no, not at all. Just no. a, I don't see anybody mentioning that. Or the fact that as as... As you look at the advertising for this movie still, like if you look mm -hmm. on the IMDb page, despite the fact that there are four stars of this movie who are on all of the visual promotional material, what are the three names that are that are listed on both Amazon, IMDb, and pretty much anywhere else you look? Well, I'll tell you it's not Rachel True's name on those. Yep. Yep. The one black actor in this movie who is a star, who is a yeah. freaking star, as much as Nev Campbell, Feruza Balk, and Robin Tunney is For not sure. listed as a star. Mm -hmm. And the way they treat her character is just as telling as her excision from the, from a title role. Right. 
Right. And this is something Rachel True has has spoken about, um, especially for she did a bunch of interviews like um, in 2020 um, about the craft. And, you know, she said at the time that, you know, she was left off promotional stuff. And then as like uh, um, they've done like, you know, cast reunions and shit, she was like not invited because. Because no one thought of her, I guess. And, like, just th- just the extreme amount of... Um, it, it just puts black actors at this disadvantage that, like, if, you don't, if you're not recognized for this, these roles that you're in... And, like, she was in a role in a horror movie, and, like, that was the big deal. It was a big deal for... Oh, excuse me. This is 1996, The Crafts. Excuse me. And... Um, oh, you monster. It was a it was a big deal for that you know time period as stupid as that is, um, and and then to treat her like that and mm-hmm. to to like dismiss her is it makes it harder to get further yeah. roles like you get you get of future course. roles based on and all of the actors got props from the critics for this movie yeah. so yeah. Rachel True should have been able to get just as much bank off of this as Nev Campbell, Robin Tunney, and Faruza Balk. But if you look at her IMDb credits, that it was 100% not the case. Yeah. It matters. Yeah, it matters. Yeah, absolutely. And we will get into this. The way they treat her character is such a caricature. Mm-hmm. It is It is upsetting yeah. to watch. And and then you also looked up the fact that apparently before Rachel True was cast... The character was supposed to have an eating disorder, right? The the it was meant for a, a another white actor, um, but when they gonna, cast a black actor, yeah. apparently, apparently, if you're a person of color, you don't have the same problems as white people. You just have the problem of racism, and that is your right. only problem, and that's what makes you an outcast. Right. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that being the only person of color in a white school is difficult, mm-hmm. but. To then eliminate the idea that we would also be dealing with the same things as the other young women around us on top of the racism. On top of it. Right. Is to it's kind not, of eliminate yeah. both our well-rounded humanity and to just be like, well, you're you're brown, so I guess your only issue is racism. It's like, no, right. I got to deal with the same shit as you, plus that. So thank yeah, you. I'm also, yeah, I'm also a teenager, and that sucks because being a teen- teenager sucks. But yeah, let's let's just distill her character down to one girl is really mean to her because she's black. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Megan. Ah, uh, Amber. This yeah. was your first viewing. It was. Of the craft. How did you feel watching it? I felt pretty good for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. So so like, um, the coming together of of these um of of these uh students you know is is really kind of fun i mean it, it's it's a little like up and downy like it like they don't just meet and they're instant friends like they they've got some up and downs um but then they they kind of bond and um it's 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 kind of it's fun and kind of interesting and and i think they do like you know this high school teenage drama pretty well at the beginning. Yeah. And they introduced some very real hot button issues. Yeah. 
Because yeah. you, you, Robin Tunney is Sarah, you know, when she, she mm-hmm. first moved there, you, you get a sense of kind of, she's, she feels like a little dissociated, a little disconnected, uh, right. still seems really self-possessed, holds her own in conversations. Um, and Bonnie, Rochelle and Nancy are already friends together. And, and the first, the first you see of them is they're all in uniform because it's a Catholic school, but they have different touches to kind of set them apart. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie, Nev Campbell, her hair is kind of lank and in front of her face and she's covered by a jacket and hunched over. And Feruza Balk, Nancy has, you know, necklaces and chains and, and bright makeup and mm-hmm. strides down the hall like, come at me, bro. While the other two women flank her. Rochelle's Rachel True is just there. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't even have anything that distinguishes her outfit. She just wears the school uniform there is nothing that distinguishes her from anyone else except she's black so we didn't we didn't have to make any different costume changes for her to explain her struggles or yeah yeah so yeah you see them they're they're together people are avoiding them they they seem intimidated by them but for the most part nancy is just abrasive in -hmm. your face angry and she she turns that at sarah the second sarah kind of makes any overtures while bonnie and rochelle are kind of more welcoming and interested and they keep mentioning needing a fourth. Right. And so there's a reason for them to reach out to Sarah, both because they need a fourth witch to call the corners and complete their circle, and also because they notice that Sarah appears to already have magical witchy powers as a natural witch. Yeah. Which is cool. That's Which neat. Is, yeah. But in that, while they're getting to know each other, Bonnie <laughs> notices scars on Sarah's wrists. Yes. And, and immediately asks about them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, I tried to kill myself. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And Bonnie's response is, you even did it the right way. Yep. It's such a... That is a realistic conversation to a certain extent of... Because it intimates that Bonnie's character herself has likely thought about suicide. Right, yeah. It, it, it shows a lot in a very few amount of words. In just a quick exchange, yeah. But there's, and, and that behind Nancy's bravado and abrasiveness is really insecurity. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, she, Sarah is immediately approached by Chris, Skeet Ulrich's, Ulrich's character, who, mm-hmm. who hits on her. But he hits on her after she's already seen his friends. Actually, she, she, his friends have already been shitty to her in class. Yeah, they have. Like, misogynistically shitty to her in class. Yeah, real gross. And so he comes over to kind of apologize to and hit on her. And she snap backs at him really, yeah, really well. He's does. like, hey, I wanted to, to apologize for my friends. They're real assholes. And her response is, you are who you hang with. And he just says, yeah. And then pauses for a minute. He's like, wait. Wait a did second. you just call me an asshole? You called yourself an asshole because you hang with assholes. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're your friends. You can't apologize for the dudes who you just... Huh? I mean, it's very much... Uh, Really? Yeah. Was in the werewolf movie that like the the girl has the asshole boyfriend and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry for him. And then but still yes. walks off with him. Yes. Milo Vitmiglia's yeah. character. Yes. Like, oh, man. You. He's he's such a dick. Well, off I go. Off I go with him. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that that sense of so there, there's an, an awareness on Sarah's character that he's probably garbage. But at the same time. She seems really desperate to be liked by him, such that right. she goes to kind of surreptitiously watch his football practice and grows increasingly kind of interested in having him think well of her. 
Right. Even as Nancy warns her off of him, she still goes to spend time with him and then comes up against the fact that she doesn't want to immediately sleep with him a few hours after meeting him. So then he tells the entire school that they did sleep together and that she was terrible at it. Yeah. So he reveals his true, true colors within 24 hours. Right. And and this from Nancy's own telling, like, she dated him at some point, too. And he was also an asshole to her. So he he's like, this is his MO. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that she's labeled as a whore. Right. Right. Nancy gets labeled as a whore because, you know. That's how the world works. Yes, which is one of her social stigmas is that she's she's been produced around school as being a slut and a whore. And I think there is even a line where one of them says, with Chris, it's boys will be boys, but there's no right. equivalent for women. Yeah. Insightful. Mm-hmm. It is. We're, we're kind of setting up the fact that Sarah's character has had some struggles with mental illness and, and has, has attempted suicide that we don't really know why necessarily. And she does right, mention yeah. having some like terrifying visions that, that, you know, would really upset her and that with her natural witch abilities there, she would wish for things and something not great would happen to her. So it's almost like right. she's, she's at odds with her own desires and, and what's happening in her mind is, is kind of producing a, a fragility that came out in, yeah, it's it's a monkey's paw situation, Amber. You wish Indeed. for rain, and the pipe of water bursts above your bedroom and it floods your your room. You wish yeah. for quiet, and you go deaf for three days. Yeah, exactly. As, as she describes it, and Nancy, we you know see well. Okay, she's hated in the school, but she's mm-hmm. you know, brazen about it. She's not going to shrink away. And then no. we see her home life, and she's even more powerless there. Yeah, her mom is appears to be a drunk her boyfriend slash stepfather is gross and abusive they live Uh in a trailer she literally lies back on her bed and has just rain drip on her face from the leaking roof yeah it's it's a really tough desperate situation for her right bonnie has scars Mm -hmm. which is why she's all covered up and hunched over all the time i guess do we ever find out why? We what, don't what know. Happened? She has yeah, okay. she has really amazing burn scars. Yeah. Only on her back and like the back of one arm. Right. Which you would think that that would also produce trauma because those had to that had to have been an insanely painful thing that happened. Sure. Yeah. But we are entirely focused on the superficial nature on of the actual yeah, these the- horribly disfiguring scars. Right. Yep. And she's going through difficult, painful medical procedures with her mother to try and diminish their appearance. Right. And um, Rochelle, uh, we see her. No. Nope. Nope. We don't really. Uh, We go home to. No. Nope. Nope. nope, We don't see see her home life. Um, We meet her parents. Nope. We don't. We don't don't meet her. her We don't meet her parents. Um, We don't Uh, even actually talk about her at all in the beginning of the movies. We're getting to know these women and their problems. Um, it yeah. actually takes a while before she's in the in swim practice trying to do a high dive and one of the other girls is, is giving her shit. Yeah. And then she, she confronts her in the locker room. Well, and, and the bully, the, the racist is actually played by Christine Taylor. Yes, yep. They, hey, man, Laura, what's your problem with me? And Laura just flat out says, I don't like necroids, is the word she uses. Yeah. So it's not even, there's no subtlety to it. There's no complexity Mm-mm. to it. You just have, here is a normal, healthy, attractive, intelligent young woman, but she black, 
And this one girl's problem with her is that she's black. Yep. So yeah. one girl is hateful to her actively solely because she's black. Right. And that's yeah. that's what's and driven that's her, her to outcast status. And she's yeah. that's her only story. That's it. That's all there is to Rochelle. Racism. Somebody's being racist to her. That is that yeah. is the only everything else is fine with her, but racism. Yeah. We get we get nothing from her. Like all, all we learn about Rochelle is how people treat her. Like we don't yeah. learn anything about Rochelle herself. Nope. Which is the that's like the, the racism focus on the focuses on the racist. Mm-hmm. Like we like it's ex, it's extra special. Like yeah, like what's her name gets more more lines than Rochelle does in in most of those scenes. Yeah, Laura. L- Laura, the the racist is is Laura. and it even focuses on the racist's pain. Yeah. When it comes to each of them, essentially make a wish mm-hmm. and have a desire for, for things to change in their lives moving forward. And and Rochelle's wish is, I would like to not hate the people that hate me. Yeah. Wow. wow. That is really a selfless wish. That's amazing. That's that's fantastic. And it's just the one person too. It's it, even, even if they'd even made it larger than that, if it had kind mm-hmm. of been a school attitude, if you'd shown teachers, if you'd shown other students, but it's they make it one toxic person, which also yeah. narrows the experience down to well, she can't put up with one mean there's, girl. Yeah, there, there's just one bully. Yeah, there's just one bully. That's the only racism in her <laughs> life, and also racism is the only thing in her life. Uh huh. But when it comes down to Laura getting her comeuppance, it focuses on her pain. She she starts losing her hair when she continues to be mean to Rochelle, and it shows Rochelle's horror at seeing what's happening to her. It yeah. shows. The humanity of like her pain is she's she doesn't know why her hair is falling out and it's really sad and Rochelle is terrified and, and freaked out. And there's a moment at a party where Laura actually comes up to her wearing a wig. Yeah. And starts to talk to her in a kind yeah. way. Yeah. And then we cut away. And then we cut away. We don't have any that's we never go back to that. And that's it almost seems Wild. mid-dialogue that we cut right. away from a moment where there could be a connection, there could be an apology, there could be Laura acknowledging the humanity of Rochelle and her mistake, and Rochelle having a choice to Rochelle- reject or accept that apology. Like any, yeah. give me anything for Rochelle's story that I'm already unsatisfied for, and you had right. a moment, and then you literally fucking cut away from it, and we never look at Laura again. Never look at Laura, and Rochelle never talks about it. like it's it's not ever talked. Yeah, it's just dropped. It's totally dropped. Any of the like, yeah. And Rochelle yeah. herself seems kind, seems smart, seems mm-hmm. open to, to the extent that she doesn't actually want bad things to happen to Laura. When right? when they're yeah. casting the spell that would cause her hair to fall out, she's she's asking, you know, what well, what will happen to her? And they're like, well, nothing as long as she leaves you alone. Yeah. And and she seems truly shaken by seeing what comes about with her wish right but after showing us that she's just a hundred percent on board for nancy's craziness yeah Uh she just becomes a mean girl right how why there's they've taken all of her agency away all of it i guess she's just a follower now okay i mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. i guess rochelle is now an accessory to nancy cool yeah and bonnie does the same thing but that seems more in bonnie's character because right. Bonnie's wish is she wants to be pretty on the inside and out, but right. mostly on the outside because the scars define her. For In, in her yeah. mind, the scars define her. Mm-hmm. So when they go away, 
she suddenly wears different clothes, clothes that, that show her back and her body, and, and she's her hair is out of her face, and she's mm-hmm. her shoulders are back, and she feels pretty. Yep. And then she becomes nasty. And then she becomes mean, yeah. Which which is something that uh, Robin Tunney, Sarah, like, actually says to her, is like, you were so nice, and now, and yep. now. And then she, and Bonnie just laughs at her. And you can... You can kind of you can kind of understand that to a certain extent to to suddenly have the thing that you thought was holding you back go away sure. and you just go a little mad you go a little crazy it's like I can be whatever I want now I don't have to be a nice girl yeah. because the pretty girls were never nice to me like right. I can I can be nasty I can do what I want because look at how I look bow chick bow bow yep it, okay fine it is a bit of a caricature but it's one that is almost earned through yeah. my wish was I want to be pretty. Mm-hmm. On the inside and out, but mostly on the outside. I'm not asking to change anything about myself internally. I want external changes. And I think there's like a lesson there in that it's not that that is defining you. It's not that that's holding you back from happiness. It's your own perception of it. And and to be fair, people can be horrible and that shapes your perception of yourself. But Absolutely. But it, it but- makes more sense that she would succumb to the powerful personality of Nancy. Right. Yeah. And And again... Her her story and all of those complex feelings are much more present in the narrative. Present and and yeah and there than anything about Rochelle. Yep. Exactly. So finally, of of the bad girls, the mm-hmm. ones the ones who go bad, we have Nancy. We've seen quite a bit of her home life. Yep. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say that um she wants something simple as her wish, Amber. Oh Jesus. She wants just just a little a little tiny thing. She wants the power of a god? Yeah. She wants Just, god power. Yeah. That's her wish. Yep. So That's there's, her wish. There's a spirit called Manon, who is kind mm-hmm. of neither good nor evil, but but literally the power of all nature to a certain extent. And she just wants that to fill her and so she can have all the power. Yeah. It's it's easy. It's simple. Simple and easy. Yeah. In order to accomplish that, it takes all four of them. Mm-hmm. And then she just goes bug nuts. Yeah. She um apparently taking all of that power to as as we're told by there's there's a witch that they're constantly stealing from who has a store. Right. Uh and she she informs Sarah that Nancy takes all that power to a dark place and that's why mm-hmm. she is murdering people. Yeah, she um murders her stepfather. To to be fair, he was getting violent with he, her mom. Yeah. And it didn't mm-hmm. seem fully intentional. It, it kind of seemed like she was really mad and she was acting out of anger. Yeah. And so he had a heart attack. Yeah. And and very much like she got this power and that was her whole purpose with the, these these four, you know, with the, with the four friends. Like her purpose was to get this power. Mm-hmm. Good. Like she, she, we got our fourth witch, and so now we've got the four corners, and now I got my power, and now, well, anyway, fuck you, Sarah. Exactly. Well, fuck, fuck you, Sarah, and fuck anybody who's not with me. I will kill yeah. you. But mm-hmm. Nancy, it does make sense though. If you, if you kind of, you have to kind of fill in the cracks of of the narrative, but they give you the elements yes. to kind of tell the story of. She feels completely powerless. She mm-hmm. thinks the thing that will fix it is to have more power than everyone around her. Yep. But if what you're really dealing with is like deep psychic, psychological issues, giving your like similar to what happens with Bonnie, giving yourself all of that power isn't going to change the trauma and the pain. Yeah. And so 
as you find yourself still still spiraling, despite getting exactly what you wanted, you're going to continue to thrash around yeah. and just make shit, make shit happen. Be the aggressor for once. Make other yep. people hurt. Maybe that will make you feel better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's well earned. Like the the besides Rochelle, like the things that the characters want and the complexity of of kind of the the wishes that they make and kind of how it yeah how it turns is all very interesting like it, it's 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 this is the complex part of the movie that's interesting and fun in a lot of ways absolutely i i think mm-hmm. so like it's it's because then then you turn to sarah's character mm-hmm who has natural gifts but is really ambivalent about them to the extent that that she tried to kill herself she hates herself like that's a level and and her wish is literally i would like not to hate myself yeah and i'd like this boy to like me yeah and it's she's still it just like the other characters to a lesser extent rochelle because her she's her her story isn't well developed yeah she recognizes an internal problem i mean nancy doesn't recognize the internal problem that's the issue but like she recognized i hate myself mm-hmm but then she tacks on to the end of that wish, and I wish this boy would like me. Yeah. Almost if, if somebody else can love me and find value in me, then maybe then I'll I be able to find value in myself. See it in myself, yeah. And that's what starts the love spell against Chris, Skeet Ulrich. Mm-hmm. And that leads yep. to some dark shit. And she is, yes. at first, she's amused by it because he turns into a fucking puppy. Yeah. And and at, at first... The the idea for me of her wish being that this guy liked her was kind of like, oh, come on. Like, mm-hmm. the girl's got a wish for a guy to like her. Ugh. <sighs> um, and then it does become amusing, like you say. Like, she fucks with him. Like, carry these books. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to your friends. Sit at this pew. Be a good boy. Pay attention to the sermon. And yep. he does. He does these and things. And he does. He does all those things. It's yep. really funny because of how much power he took away from her by telling people lies about her, by by treating her like she is worthless, to confirming everything she thinks in her head already. Right. To then have that power over him yeah. feels really good right up until he shows, upside, shows up outside of her house and is like, hey, I can't stop thinking about you. I think I'm in love with you, which is weird because I don't love anyone but my mom and this little puppy I had one time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and she's like, I, I, this is weird. I think we should move in together. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. He's hurt by this. He's meshed mm-hmm. up. He's damaged. This isn't healthy. And she wants to end it. And the the good shop witch who mentors Sarah a bit is like, you can't end it. It just has to run its course. And he suffers. Like, he's obs- it, his, his, it's obsession. It's not love. Yeah. It is obsession that leads to sexual assault. Yep. He yep. tries to straight up rape her. Yes, he does. And this is when yeah. the movie starts to turn. And then it, and then it gets, yeah, because then uh, uh, Sarah goes to her friends. She tells them what's up. And Nancy walks out of there saying he has to pay. So we're worried, oh, she's going to murder she's, him. She's going to kill him. She's going to because... use all of her magic god powers to murder, because she already hates Chris. Yeah. So she's going to kill him. Uh, no, no, Amber, she does not do that. What she does is she ends up trying to seduce him first as herself, and then she uses, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, Glamour. Glamour, thank you, to look like Sarah and uh, sleep with him. So that'll teach him. Okay. That'll teach him, Amber. 
So as Rochelle, Bonnie, and Nan- uh, Sarah show up to to stop her from presumably murdering him, they walk in on not his murder, but active sex. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay. Um, and what's her reasoning for this? Um, that it'll humiliate him? Is that what she says? Something? Yeah, I guess. Well, I think that's what Sarah says. Because Nancy turns back it. into Nancy, and, and she's yeah. like, good job, you've humiliated him. But Let's Nancy go, makes yeah. something like, but I'm helping him because... He's so obsessed with you, and now he gets to think he has sex with you, so maybe it'll help. I'm, I'm, it's weird. It's, yeah. I don't know what they were going for in this scene. I, I guess the, the, like, backstory is that, like, Nancy was so hurt by Chris earlier because she was, you know, they were in some sort of relationship, whatever that was, and she still loved him or something, and. That bothers me because her problems are so much more complex than that like it shouldn't her obsession two of them being obsessed with the same boy and having nancy crack in this scene she's 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 been crumbling yeah she's not okay at this point yes chris's ultimate rejection of her cracks her and she Mm -hmm. she throws him out a window yep and murders him he's dead but yes yeah she she murders him he is he is dead and the four of them were in the room when he died yeah. The cops talk to them, but I guess nobody's being charged with his murder. But yeah. So this is at this point Sarah's like, huh. Maybe we've gone too maybe. far. Yeah, just maybe. I think I don't want to hang out and do magic with you anymore. Yeah. Can I just I'm just gonna back up yes, to the first time that they are really hanging out mm-hmm. the four girls. And uh, the four women, excuse me. Um, and there's there's a person that chases down Sarah with a snake. Yes. And they all wish for him to die. And then he gets hit by a car and he dies. Definitely so, dies. So their relationship begins with a murder. It, it looks like, it, like he's chasing her. He walks into the street. But they all wished for it, and they talk about it later. Like, they, oh, I wished for him to die. Did you wish for him to die? Yeah, I did. I did wish for him to die. <gasps> now we can make stuff happen. Let's be friends and be witches. It, yeah. Their relationship does, their friendship is cemented with murder. Yeah. So, so like, this... This is the it, third murder. Yep. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And like, like the summary says, Amber, at the third murder, Sarah finally <laughs> says... Hmm, maybe this isn't for me. Hmm, maybe no. Yeah. Her response is actually very healthy. She's uh-huh. afraid that all of the power that Nancy has imbibed is is too much, and so she tries to do a binding spell so she can't hurt herself or anyone else. Right. It doesn't work because Nancy's super powered right now, and Sarah's just a measly natural witch. Yeah. She's got juice, but not enough juice. Yeah. Nancy's response to Sarah's betrayal. Oh, yeah, is is totally like even healed, balanced, and mm-hmm. yep. Yep. No, actually, uh, actually, sorry, mm. it's not. Oh. She uses Sarah's admission of like her greatest fear, the, the terrible visions of snakes and bugs everywhere, and makes her think that's actually happening. While simultaneously yeah. making her think that her father and stepmother died in a plane crash. It was her fault because they got on a plane thinking she had ran away to San Francisco and they yep. were trying to find her. Yep. And then they show up at her house mm-hmm. 
and Nancy literally slits her wrists. Yeah. After telling her to go kill herself. Yeah. It's 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 a prank, Amber. It's just a prank, Megan. And Bonnie and Ra- Rochelle are just there. Yeah, they're just there, like, providing, I don't know, backup. Moral support. They don't love yeah. what's happening, but they're not mad at it, and they're not really trying to stop Nancy. Yeah. It, it, it got bad so quickly, Amber. It went, it broke so bad, so fast. Yeah. Because Sarah didn't want to be friends with them anymore. Uh-huh. Or even, like, she just wanted to back off from doing the murder spells. She just didn't want to murder anybody anymore. Like, it, 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 yeah, it was a relatively, I thought, reasonable request. Mm, it's one thing for a man chasing me who I think means me harm to be hit by a car and we whoopsie killed him. It's another thing for a man who is actively trying to abuse your mother and threatening you to, you know, be killed by your brain potentially un- unintentionally. But it is something quite different uh-huh. To toss a boy out a window. It is, yeah. And keeping in mind, this boy had that night attempted to sexually assault her. Right. Uh, yeah. And this movie for, gets so weird. Yeah. yeah, it does. But then it becomes a witch battle. Yeah, then it's witch, witch battle time, Ember. Sarah yeah. invokes the spirit, believing that because she will not bring it to a dark place, she will be able to have the power without going bug nuts. Mm-hmm. And she does. Yeah, she does. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, there's special effects, which are kind of cool. Yeah, there's some kind of, like, yeah, melding into the floor kind mm-hmm. of shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, Floating and... Yeah, it's fine. Glamour. Yeah. Yep. Oh, she scares off Bonnie and Rochelle by making them think that all of their bad deeds are coming back to them threefold. Right. Which is what they were warned by the the witch at the store. Mm-hmm. It's, Mentor it's the, witch. Yeah. It's, yeah, Bonnie thinks, oh, her scars are back and worse. And Rochelle thinks her hair is falling out. Mm-hmm. Don't, I'm not sure how that's threefold. It's just the exact same as what happened to Laura. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, Bonnie's is threefold because they were just on her back and now they're on her face. Yeah. It's terrifying. So they run screaming from the house. Mm-hmm. Leaving Nancy to try and murder Sarah on her own. Yeah. It's, it's, Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, and then uh, uh, Sarah wins. Sarah ends up actually being able to do that binding spell of not uh, uh, of of Nancy not hurting herself. No more magic, Nancy. No more magic, Nancy. And Bonnie and Rochelle also lose lose their mojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nancy winds up institutionalized. Yep. Which is rough. Which is hard. Yeah. And Rochelle and Bonnie approach sarah and they're like hey girl hey girl hey hey, so we just want to hang out like let's hang out but first but first Um, you know so you know that whole thing where like we made you think your dad was dead that was just you know that was just a glamour that's just a prank this is a prank. Right. They, They say this to her as her dad is like walking behind her saying hi it's like Oh, it was a... Pr- oh, he's not really just a ghost dad? Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah and the whole great. making me hallucinate the thing that made me try and kill myself the first time was also just... Oh, silly. Silly. You just wor- used yeah. used a secret that I told you in confidence to, like, bind us and connect us to hurt me, literally to try and convince me to try to kill myself. And when that yeah. didn't work, 
you also help Nancy quite literally slit my wrists for me. And if I hadn't invoked the spirit and it healed me, I probably would have bled out upstairs. Yup. Cool. So we're cool. You want to hang out again and do spells because you because your magic isn't working anymore. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. And they turn around and walk away and you think they're cowed until I think it's Rochelle's like, she probably doesn't have magic anymore either. Oh, why did you do this to Rochelle's character? I know. At which point, Sarah calls up a storm and lightning smacks into a tree limb and it falls directly on where Bonnie and Rochelle were standing and they jump out of the way. And Sarah's like, don't fuck with me. Yep. The end. It's a cool, empowering moment. Sarah. Yeah. The good part is Sarah's character arc is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. It is. It, It goes from like uncertainty self-hatred to finding you know friendship and companionship to be like oh shit has gone weird i hate myself maybe i should kill myself i'm a terrible person ah they're doing all of these things to make me crazy but maybe i am crazy but then she finds the power within herself by you know accepting a male spirit into her who gives her more power but still she accepts that she herself will not take it to a dark place Mm -hmm. and that she doesn't need other people to prop her up necessarily if they are toxic yeah so that's nice empowering mm-hmm. and there were some cool you know cute little sleepover moments when they were becoming friends you know eating popcorn on the floor playing light as a feather stiff as a board shoplifting from a store uh, yeah walking like uh, <laughs> someone said that like the the more confident they got the more powers they got the shorter their skirts got not wrong not, they did not not you know, untrue they walked around the high school with their shoulders back and their their legs out Mm-hmm. Feeling themselves. Yep, blowing kisses. And uh, Feruza Balk added a candy necklace to her spiked dog collar. Yeah. The, the aesthetic was very 90s, which was lovely. You know, big, chunky heel shoes and, mm-hmm. you know, lots of jewelry, the, the lipstick and things. and Yeah, very 90s for sure. Very, very 90s. Loved that candy necklace with the dog collar, though. That was, a, that was lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Amber. Yes, Megan. On the rock scale, regrettable, outstanding, crazy bulls are K. What would you rate this movie? Hmm. This is a tough one because it's none it of is them. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's none of them. It's not K. I mean, they can't, they can't really be because it's a perfect oh, scale. But go on. Scale is but go perfect. on. Perfect. It's so finely tuned to grasp the nuances of. Because it, it's not, it's not outstanding. No. But it's, it's not really crazy balls either. No, not really. It's not K. It's better than K. It's it's mostly better than K. And it's, there are parts of it that are definitely regrettable. I think yeah. the entire treatment of Rochelle's character, her story, her arc, her her trauma and social mm-hmm. stigma are really poorly handled. Um, yeah. And I would say that to a certain extent, especially with Nancy Fruzabalks' character, mental illness is not well handled. No, it is not. No. At all. Uh, yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Especially like... Showing her writhing strapped to a bed at the end. No, thank you. Yeah. No, it's... it's it, it, you're right. It turns trauma into evil, essentially. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. And that's troubling. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's K. Like, if you if you muddle it all together, it's K. Mm-hmm. But there's some interesting elements to it. I, I loved this movie in the 90s, because, you know, yeah. not a lot of movies with women that. in them, not a lot of movies with black actors in them. Uh, and, and this is, like, all-female cast. It was relatable, to a certain extent, for me, um, for lots of reasons. You know, because yeah. I was a high school age girl with my own issues, significant amounts of mental illness. Like, there was a, 
it was nice to see somebody who had thought about and or attempted suicide come out of things okay. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But yeah, there, there's, there are nice elements to this. And I think it falls apart quite a bit at the end and with some of the, the things that they do with, with Rochelle. Yeah, absolutely. So it's okay. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. The rock scale wins again. No, it does not. It's broken everything. Mm-hmm. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do Anissa's story. Amber, so um, I usually read uh, Abby a story, a bedtime story uh, during the week. And uh, this time, Abby read me a bedtime story. Did she, though? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, yeah, Abby Abby is coming. I mean, you know, she's she's coming along with her reading just fine. She's she's four. Um, but she's also able to memorize things uh, very, very well. And um, so essentially she just recited the book to me. Perfectly from memory. Which which was still adorable. Oh, yes, that is that yeah. is very adorable. I love when the page turning is superfluous. Oh, yeah. The page, yeah. I, I think it every once in a while reminds her of things. Um, and and the, and the words that she really wanted to sound out were the blork and blurf. All the, all the silly words she, she actually spent time reading. Of course. Great. You know, the ones that she won't actually come across in any other book. Exactly right. Perfect. Pretty adorable. Mm -hmm. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Every time with this. Uh, I know. Okay, okay, October, horror movies. Uh, People will be done with Halloween at this point, so let's recommend a horror movie. Megan. Yes, Amber. I guess it can be for next year. Okay. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus... I don't know this one. Oh, we should watch it. I feel like you'd like it. Uh, It it has... uh, It stars Alan Tudyk and Tyler Labine. Ooh, okay. Um, yes. And you would you would remember Tyler Labine from um, Reaper? Okay. Is he the he's, friend? He's the friend. And yep. then he's also the sheriff in the second season of Dirk Gently. Yes, that's right. Oh, I that's really right. like Tyler Labine. Yeah. I like it. It's a good kind of silly, dark horror movie um, where Tucker and Dale are sort of, you know, hillbillies. You know, they're... I think of them as, you know, Vermonters. And they're mm-hmm. out you know, dealing on vacation at their mountain cabin and some like preppy, annoying college students make, mistake them for like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, hillbilly, hillbilly, hills have eyes people. Like they, these preppy kids think that Tucker and Dale, who are just nice guys on uh-huh. vacation, are there to murder them. Excellent. And then it escalates and the kids start dying. Yep. And like misunderstandings happen. It is, it is amusing and it's also well executed, sort of not too gory gore you know, accidental deaths, and it's 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 amusing. It's Alan yeah. Tudyk and, and Tyler Labine in a dark comedy horror movie. I, I I highly recommend it. I have it. We'll watch it. Okay, let's 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 do that. Then we could do that right now. Halloween is is tomorrow. We could start watching it at midnight. Yeah, excellent, Megan. Okay, yes, Amber. Do you have a recommendation? I'm gonna recommend a movie that I might have recommended before. Gotta update that list gotta update that list um cabin in the woods amber Mm, that's a good one it is a good one uh it is a um movie 
Is it a movie? It's a movie, you say? You're recommending yeah. a movie? Yeah. I don't want to say too much about it. If you haven't seen it for some unknown reason, uh, I think you should just watch it. Uh, it it's, you know... These uh, uh, teenagers go out uh, for a um, vacation weekend in a cabin in the woods. W- what more do you think could happen to them? Oh, man. Young teenagers, cabins, woods, horror. Yeah. Look at us go. We didn't yeah. even talk about this beforehand. Perfect. We're so good at this. Megan, this has been delightful. I'm excited. We're going to watch a fun movie. I don't even have to tell you to have a good weekend this year because we're going to watch a good movie and that will make us have a good weekend for the year. Yeah, So absolutely. Excellent. Well, this has been fun. Goodbye. Okay. And I'll just close like I always do by saying we should build with the rocks we have. I want to build with rocks you have. Nope. I don't want to use my rocks. I want your rocks. No, they're mine. Your rocks mine. are better than mine. I'm Why are you making me build with, with different rocks? They're mine. Oh, I see. I see. So you, you know they're better than my rocks. That's why you're telling me to be satisfied with the rocks I have when you have yeah. better rocks. You oh. only tell me to be satisfied with what I have when you want to hold on to the shit that you have. This is some bullshit. This is, well, share building, your fucking rocks. I'm building with my rocks, Amber. Share your I, rocks. I, I, can't, I can't share them. I'm building with them. Unequal distribution of rocks. Don't make me fucking Nancy you right now. Oh, God. Yeah, give me your rocks. Okay, you can have my rocks. Or I will convince you that your parents are dead. (laughs) And throw me out a window. And throw you out a window. (laughs) Share your rocks. Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan. Bye.